0: sometimes we need a little inspiration and real things living podcast does just that real things living has a focus on resilience and connection with others those connections lead to ideas to solutions and to better overall health This podcast is brought to you by Gemini Media. Gemini Media delivers the best solutions for business communications through collaborative relationships. Hey, y'all, it's Bridget Hutchall with Real Things Living. Today, my guest is Jacob Roig. He is a business and mindset coach based in San Francisco area, California. Can you say hi to everybody, Jacob?
1: Hello, hey, I'm glad to be here, and uh, thanks for thanks for looking.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think your your backstory we, we talked briefly before it was very interesting and, and very helpful for, for everybody, especially in this what we're dealing with an unexpected leave. There's always changes in our life, but what's going on now is probably affecting people more. And I was just curious what got you uh, your your path to be a mindset coach. I'm sure it has a lot to do with your, some history of, of your own personal doing.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, it has. So, uh, you know, I started in corporate life and I was good at it. And that's the only reason they kept me because I wasn't the corporate poster kid. Um, oh. <laughs> and then in 1999, uh, I launched my own entrepreneur spirit and first business um, and had meteoric success in a lot of Areas, you know, financially, we just expanded in my first 10 months in business. My first fiscal year, we did over 1.2 million in sales, uh, and there were a lot of bumps and bruises along the way. Um, And I realized that I was in my way more than being a benefit at times. And I had been studying mindset and know how to be a better person and how to show up mentally and more and respond and react more consciously uh, than just being a reactionary person which is what i did most of my life and that's kind of was the beginning basis of what i was doing uh, was my own learning and evolving of my own self but then realizing how much i was getting in my way as an entrepreneur Um, and that was really the launchpad that got me onto more of the mindset piece than just the business piece, because we can learn a lot about systems and processes, and we we understand them, um, but for whatever reason, some people do them easily, and some people have obstacles every single turn that they take.
0: Right, That's and it. that has to do with your mindset, right? It really, in yeah, how it. you're reacting, you're not reacting, and I think that is really critical, um, just in general, not just business but your personal life as well
1: (laughs) yeah well there's i forget who said it but how we do anything is how we do everything and so yeah whether it's personal or business it's the same person that's responding and reacting to what shows up and we all have things that show up Um, and when one problem gets solved another new little block obstacle or whatever we want to call it problem will show up you know and this time right now is just Change happens always, as we all know, and whether we like it or not, it's going to change. Just look at our own pictures five years (laughs) apart, and we go, "Whoa, you know, big (laughs) change." (laughs) Right. But right now, it's just uh, you know, part of it is so many changes all at once. You know, usually it's gradual change, and we just got we hit the change wall, and
0: yeah, get slammed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and so it's been really difficult for people to. Handle all of it, you know. That if you're you're younger, you know, you have you had to figure out how to be a teacher, a homeschooler, balance working at home when you were used to not doing it, right. doing all these things and trying to juggle it all and figure it all out. And that's just one aspect of society right now. Then there's the other ones that were either outplaced or displaced, or and had to figure out either how to find a new career or a new position or they come to a wall where they say, man, there's nothing there and I have to do something. So entrepreneurship has grown. And uh, I was on a show just recently and 55 and over is the largest group of entrepreneurs uh, on the planet, uh, growth-wise. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Hey>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, that, that you, I, th- I read a book title. I don't remember who the author was called Entrepreneurs they're going to save the world. I think it was Michael Hyatt. It's hasn't been released yet, but I think it's true. He, he He's obviously, he's in his 60s, but he used to be the publisher of um, Thomas Nelson. I'm familiar with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, entrepreneurs are going to save the world or something like that. I, I like that because we can't just uh, always depend. I mean, even though we need each other to connect, we also, we also can't, don't expect everybody to do the work for you. So, right. right? And is that the right word?
1: Yeah, I I think so. Um, And I think we go into it with, you know, an unconscious hope that, (laughs) well, that it'll just happen. And as you realize as an entrepreneur that there's, especially now, uh, there's more technology and availability for things than there's ever been, which means we have to make more choices. And that's a block and an obstacle that we come across a lot. And I, I think that you and I were talking about it, but You can't do it on your own. Um, There are just so many pieces. I'm putting together recorded programs and doing my marketing and doing networking and getting on podcast shows and doing my coaching and balancing life and doing all this. If I was attempting to do all of this on my own, um, that's why I think this number is still around 85% of entrepreneurs quit. I, they say fail, but failure is when you do everything and it just doesn't work. And you put an end to something, you know, quitting is just, you walk away. Cause you just want to curl up in the ball and say, you know, I'll yeah,
0: <laughs> they need some support and, and encouragement. And that's probably why they feel the need to quit. Um, yeah. you got to keep trying though. Right. And you learn from it. Well, we,
1: we always learn, hopefully, you know, it, what age has done for me, uh, it's given me, you know, obviously experiences and wisdom, uh, but it also, it, it allows you to have enough time and experience to really start realizing what's really important in life. And, you know, our success is a small part of it, but success in, you know, the, one of the biggest lessons I got was when I lost everything, you know, it was, it was on my 50th birthday. Oh, wow. And I was losing a couple million net worth. And everything I had ever worked for was gone at that point. And that same day, I realized how wealthy I was in friends, in family, in love, in health. The only thing that was gone was material things. And I'm not saying that was okay, because it wasn't. It was It was tragic. It was traumatic. Yes. But I realized that same day how wealthy I was. And it's not just about work, 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 we have to figure things out along the way. And, you know, right now, there's all this pressure that is put on. But where's the pressure come from? Right? It's us, we put it on
0: yourself, right?
1: You know, you said earlier in the beginning about being reactionary and responding, um, we get to choose everything. And we are, whether it's conscious or unconscious, we choose to either be unconscious and just be reactionary. Or choose to learn how to become more aware of what we're doing and slow down just a little bit um, and make better choices. And that's a great space to live in.
0: It is. I have, I just, when you were saying that, I thought of the word apathetic. Is that Finn with being unconscious? Maybe you're just, yeah, you're like, oh, whatever. That to me is apathy isn't helpful. Being apathetic isn't helpful.
1: I think it leads to that it also leads to the following or the herd mentality and mm-hmm. we see a lot of that right now on right. in politics and in religions and in uh, social media which is more opinion media depending on which one it is than social <laughs> right it's not that social sometimes <laughs> so
0: no i yeah i've certainly uh i don't really get involved with it much anymore other than linkedin which is kind of where yeah reconnect i find linkedin to be more positive i guess because we're just trying to help each other more yeah and
1: i think it it is definitely 100 percent where you're at it's more it's more of a social atmosphere where people are more willing to help you and i connected through this and through one connection you know we have not only um a work relationship you know we understand each other's work we also created a friendship through it, and we're willing to help, share, and everything. So that's what I like about it as well.
0: Right, it's that to me is um, real important to look at. Uh, like, even though I like to look at the future a little bit, you still got a planning head, right? Which is important. And uh, I think you're you talked about balancing. So I think you mentioned that yeah. earlier. It's real important, but at the same time we want to make sure our lifestyle that we have built my husband and i we we live in a certain area on purpose because i like to go you know walking in the woods or be by the lake and i don't have to drive anywhere i just go out my backyard and have access to it but that took a while it took a lot of work though right to get there we had to do the work to make it happen and i think that's what some people um i give up too soon and i think Being resilient is really helpful. And maybe a little, I joke that I'm a little stubborn. Um,
1: (laughs) Well, a little stubborn and maybe not knowing enough. You know, like if I would have like known every pitfall that an entrepreneur has to go through, I may not have done it. I don't know. But, you know, resiliency, I think grows and expands the more you do plan. Love it. So having clarity is the gift and it keeps you in it. Uh, having a mindset that you become aware of what it is that you're thinking and how you're responding or, yeah, how you're responding more than reacting to things. Because reaction is instant. Response is thought out usually. Yes. Um, and you can become more resilient the more clear you are, the clearer that you are in what it is that you're doing and what's the goal beyond just your what you're doing, like with a business. You know, what are you starting the business for? Is it to replace your income to do this? Usually that's what we're doing or to increase our income or to take control of our own destiny. Um, But it's the clarity. What is your destiny? Right. You know, having that clarity and knowing it is what keeps us resilient. Because I know for me, um, I'm on a mission to impact a million people, to grasp mindset so that they can be more in control of their life because I know the gift that it's given me and the transformation that I put myself through um, in the best way possible through mindset and through right. implementing it. Right. And I also know that I'm doing this to leave a legacy for my grandkids now because I'm a grandpa and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's the best title I've ever had in my life. Right. Um, I'm also doing it to create the lifestyle that I choose that's comfortable to my wife and myself. And so I have these reasons why I'm doing it. And I'm really clear in them. The clearer that we are, the more resilient we stay. Um, Because then these little things, you know, they, I, I might fall down, something happens, you know, I might fall down, but then I remember why am I doing this? What's it for? What the are these purpose. reasons and purpose? Yeah. That, and then I get back up and go, yep, I got to get back at it. Let's do it. Let's figure that, it
0: out. That, that's a really good point, um, the purpose. And uh, what do you think um, the best way to, I mean, are you like, your are coaching, I'm assuming it's all online now, or do you, you used to do in person stuff? I'm just curious.
1: Yeah, uh, it's always been 98% phone, oh, or cool. now now it's Zoom, you know, Zoom. and <laughs> Zoom is good. Yeah, Zoom Zoom has been good. Well,
0: that's but good. It, it's
1: been 98%, and I found, I do in person, uh, but in person, in just my style is a little bit more distracting, because we have this, and we, we're more focused when we have to just listen, use one gotcha. sense. Good point. When we're doing looking and listening and everything else, it's easy to see my hands doing this and not really focusing on my words instead.
0: Gotcha. Well, so I, I,
1: I found that it's more impacting.
0: I saw that you used to do speaking too, right? Or you do speaking? Oh.
1: Yeah, I do uh, some live events and I became a certified fire instructor. I teach people how to walk on hot coals and break <laughs> bricks and boards and flaming bricks and boards and break arrows with your throat, walk on grass, oh all, kinds of, all kinds of things that um, you would go, why? <laughs> but what they are is they're metaphoric lessons, the way that I teach it. And so when you walk hot coals, that's a major problem. Right. And when you can realize that you have the ability to focus, it's not mind over matter. When you can focus enough on something and you have the tools in place to write, raise your energy level up to the problem and beyond. That's what firewalking is. It's, it's having somebody be able to raise that energy level up beyond the problem. And then you're easily able to walk and not get hurt. That's why I think in firewalking, it's about every 50,000 people that walk or some crazy, 15,000 or 50,000 people that walk get a little burn. And it's probably a thousand burns about the size of your tip of your pinky. Right. To every person that gets a, a bad burn. And so how does that happen when it's not mind over matter? It's, it's about raising our energy level up to a problem. But when what I teach it is when you go home, you're gonna experience what's perceived as problems. And first, how do you respond to that problem? Whether it's negative or positive, you get to choose it. And then having this in your RAS, your reticular activation system, your brain memory bank, you get to use this experience. Excuse me, one second. (laughs) Okay. You get to use the experience over and over and over again. So I have a rug in my floor in my home where when I have a major problem, to me, it's my firewalk. And so I get ready, I address it, I get my mind ready, I raise my energy level up and then I take that walk. And then I go solve the problem really quickly and easily. Excuse me one second. Sorry about that. But so same thing with board breaks and other things. They're metaphoric lessons if you use them the right way to allow yourself to address problems and look at them from a different perspective. I have friends that know me and some of my clients and they think I'm a little bit off (laughs) mentally. Um, When I look at problems, I get excited. It's like, if I wasn't moving myself forward, if I wasn't active doing something, um, I wouldn't experience problems or I would shut down and not address problems. So I get excited. I don't like them, but I get excited about them because I know I'm gonna learn something. I might get to teach something and I'm moving myself forward. I'm growing through it.
0: I think that's good. It's good for your brain, <laughs> it really. Not just like you talk the mind and body, but I think it's really for your brain to, to just think about the situation and look at how to solve it. And I think that's good that you're you're sharing this information we you're talking about the hot coals. I'm just thinking my feet are burning. <laughs> I'm assuming you go pretty fast on them, right? Or you
1: place your feet. You just walk. You walk with determination. You don't run. <clears throat> you just walk okay. determined. I'm just thinking, you don't <laughs> stop and go, oh, let me take a selfie. No, you, you don't.
0: don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't pause. That's so, definitely yeah. not a moment to be pausing, right?
1: <laughs> nope. It, it's determined. It's guided. Um, I look at everybody before they walk to make sure that I- Girl. I know that they're ready. Yeah. And if they're not, the hardest thing to do is not walking the coals. Uh The hardest thing to do is going up to them and walking away from it when you're not really ready. Because because your ego sees everyone else doing it and says, if I don't do it, it's wrong or I'm less than. Right. It's actually one of the strongest things I've ever done is walk away from walking a fire because I just knew I wasn't ready.
0: Right. Um, yeah, that's how the you the only could. time
1: I've ever been burned. It was one time and I've walked 150 times probably. It's amazing. The only time I've ever been burned was when my mind knew I knew my mind didn't know, but my my heart knew I was done. We when when we do trainings, we, we might do 10, 20, 50 walks in a day. Um and my mind knew I was done. But my ego saw all my other peers. <laughs> continuing to walk
0: you didn't do it right
1: and i kept saying no i'm good i'm good and then my ego won my mind said no nah, just one more time and that's the only time i've ever been burned
0: so what you're describing this it makes me think i would think people would do it uh, like some deep breathing you know what i'm saying to calm themselves down before it actually happens i think that would be helpful
1: yep it's it's all about how we're approaching it mm-hmm. and that's our energy level if i'm negative my energy's low it's, mm. it's low vibrational energy when i'm upbeat and I have, you know, faith, courage, enthusiasm, and even not a belief. Because when I first walked the fire, I envisioned myself being burned to the knees, falling into it, being blistered, like all these crazy thoughts. Right. But I, I stayed in line because of the training, the experience, the trainer, and I kept seeing other people do it. And then when I got up to walk it, I was still like a little bit care but you get set you get yourself centered and you focus on the end of the problem the end and when you're ready you just start going it's not like oh let me stick my toe on and see if it's hot you just start walking and all of a sudden you realize you don't
0: want to test oh
1: I'm doing it and then by the time you say that you're usually pretty close to done (laughs) and it's like ah it's elation because it's it's not supposed to happen We're not supposed to be able to walk on (laughs) 1100 degree coals. Right. Sounds like it
0: gives you a lot of confidence too once you complete it, right? It'll help you. um, That's my thought.
1: Yeah, all of these are meant to have you uh, understand change doesn't take long to happen. We have much more to offer than we believe. We We can break through thresholds of fear very quickly when it's done the right way and then you can use these experiences for the rest of your life so it's it's massively empowering it changed my life it's why i became a firewalk instructor uh, was because i walked on hot coals, and it was so transforming for me in the way i showed up it was it was that i had to do it
0: that's really cool you had um one of the things we touched on previously on a conversation some of the weird things or bad things that happened to you as a, as a child, do you think all those scars that I should say scars that you overcame them kind of help you be want to help other people? I mean, I just think a deep rooted reason yeah. to help others.
1: Yeah. We, we all, all of us have trauma, trauma in our life at uh-huh. some points in times and some's more severe than others in different ways. Uh, for me, it taught me to be fiercely independent because I had to rely just on myself. Right. Um, it taught me how to go deep inside. I had to learn how to come back out uh, because I went so deep inside that
0: so were where you kind of protect where, yourself. Right.
1: Yeah, totally. But you know what happens sometimes when you learn how to protect yourself just to survive, you forget how to come back out when you don't have to do it anymore. And that was my lesson for sure was to I had to learn how to open back up because I had to close in to to live, to survive, you know, and but it taught me fierce independence. Uh, it taught me how to rely on myself. Uh, it also taught me because I experienced these feelings and emotions, how to sense them in other people, and I think that's part of the service.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a good point.
1: So I can pick out people in a conversation, or I can walk in a room and feel them that they could use some help, and that's usually who I go to. Um, and I. You know, I used to just impose my help on people because I got this great thing and I want you to have it too. <laughs> but
0: I have to accept it too, right? They want it, they need it or be open to You time. learn
1: to ask for permission. Yes, <laughs> that's, so,
0: that is so important.
1: Same thing with coaching, you know, a coaching isn't, the coach isn't doing the work. The coach is pulling all the information and the uh, ability out of you that's already there. Right. And it's just getting you really clear. It's helping hold you accountable. It's getting you set. It's helping you create a plan to achieve what you desire to do. And the coach helps hold that all together uh, while you're doing it. You know, a lot of my clients have already have success. Um, and I have some that just say, you know, it's just great to have you there. I can run anything by you. We can brainstorm on something. I know I'm supported and I know I can share anything with you and I'm not going to have to feel like I have to hold back. Um, and sometimes that's enough. I have others that show up and have no clue and we get really clear really fast and then set steps in place to achieve benchmarks so that you can gradually grow because it success takes time, you know, and it doesn't have to be created by the wheel. We find models and then we follow the model that's already been proven.
0: Right, you get to help you. You help them know themselves better really is what it is. And that's kind of why they, they get stuck.
1: Yeah, as an entrepreneur, it's the most introspective journey I've ever been on because you're forced to make decisions. You have to choose, uh, you have to believe, you have to trust yourself on a really deep level um, because there's so many things that can show up to take us out. They really are especially ourselves
0: yeah that that's a good point because that's we're our our worst enemy sometimes is that right sorry i don't know if i said that correctly but yeah we can we just still like need help though and i think what you're doing is is really good is is there any advice you would give to someone who like lost their job and wanted to become an entrepreneur is there a certain uh, recommendation you have for them just off the cuff?
1: Yeah. Well, a few things, probably one is, uh, know that you have experience that can be used as a business. It doesn't matter what you've done. Uh, if you were an accountant and in a corner office for 20 years, you have great organizational skills. There are tons of creative entrepreneurs that have no clue or desire to keep their own books. They have no idea about tax laws, checks and balances. They don't. So there's all kinds of things that you could either help them with one-on-one or create training programs to help them. That's just one little indicator. But realize as as somebody that's coming from a job and now you feel left out or you can't find one, that there is a business that you can do, even if you don't use your own experience. There's things businesses that you can start that within two weeks, you can be making money. I've proven this over and over and over, over the years. Uh, You could start an eBay business right now and you could go to garage sales and find things to sell. Everything is resellable. There is somebody to buy everything. If you're patient enough, I heard this from an auctioneer once because I sell on eBay. I love to go to garage sales and estate sales and that's a side business. I work on the weekends. Uh, My wife and I work it. But the auctioneer said, if you're patient enough, the buyer will show up. And so there are things that I've listed over and over and over again for a year. And then finally, they sell. And so it's about having enough patience to do it. But everybody has the ability to start a business. Uh, It's really difficult to do it on your own these days because there's so many things out there to choose. Social media, got to be on it. Which one? All of them. (laughs) how I do it just put stuff out there it's there's more strategy than that correct um the the more prepared and planned that you are and the more you can execute a plan the more your confidence grows the faster the results show up Um, and sometimes we have to learn how to get away from fear or scarcity limitate limited limitations in our mind and realize that if I invest in, let's say a coach, or if I like, personally for me right now, I'm working with two coaches. And if I invest in this coach, when can I expect a return back on what they're coaching me on? Uh, and if you get a clear enough plan and you execute the plan, it usually will provide the result really close to that timeline. Uh, it's never guaranteed and everything else, but everybody has the ability to create a business, no matter what, experience you come from. If you've been a a homemaker for 30 years, and now all of a sudden, you know, because of a tragedy, you don't have that support system and you have to do you have to create income, you have so many skills that you could offer. And it takes somebody that has experience like myself or somebody else that can pull that information out of you and help you see how this could help another group of people. Um, So in a long, long way to answer your question. No, it's Everybody good. has the ability to start a business, yeah.
0: It is really good information. And I, I like your very calm and your demeanor, I think is really helpful. And that's probably why you've been successful is because of that. You Thank have you. a um, trust factor that emerges here, which is really good. Well, here's so, a
1: tough question. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, but that's okay. I did a video two days ago. It took me about eight takes. And I, I pride myself ego-wise. My ego loves this, which is one take Jake, right? I'm videos. <laughs> it's, it's not always true, but that my ego would like, would like to express it because obviously I'm sharing it right now. Um, but it's really about, you know, be, being, uh, just staying open to things right now and going for it. You know, in the end, we're not going to regret what we did we all make mistakes. We all screwed up things really big sometimes. Right. Um, you know, the regrets for me are things that I that I won't do. And so, um, I hear this a lot, and I embrace it. Which is, uh, when I die, I want to die empty, left nothing left.
0: Right. You put it all out there. Right. I, I agree with tra- taking some risk. Is um, some people are risk averse too. I think that's that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And I think like you, we have something in common there. I was very independent as a child. I had to be growing up. And that's helped me, I think, helped build my resilience. And for some reason, I'm not risk averse. (laughs) Some cases I am. I'm saying it it depends uh, on what it is. But it, and I think that, um, you know, what your, your conversation here with me has been really helpful. So where can people learn more about you? Where can we send
1: them to online? Yeah. So, you know, some of the stuff that I do, I do one-on-one coaching. I do some group programs where I'll take a group of people and coach them on specific trainings and then coach them through that uh, process as entrepreneurs. But they can find me at my website, which is jacobroig.com, just my name.com. Or I'm really active on LinkedIn. And again, it's just my name, Jacob Roig. uh, Anybody on here just mentioned that you heard me on the show and Uh, I'd be more than happy to offer you a 45 minute uh, free coaching strategy session on helping you figure out what your business is or what step you got to take to make it, take it to that one next step up.
0: I think it's really helpful. And for the listeners, I will summarize it and I'll have the links in there in the summary to his website and his LinkedIn um, profile. And I do appreciate your time um, because it's we're all We're all trying to deal with stuff. And I think you're very helpful for everybody. I really, truly do.
1: Thank you, Brigitte. I'm grateful to be here as well. Thank you for having me, number one, and believing in me enough to have me on your program. I'm I'm
0: honored. I think it's great. And have a great day, everybody. I appreciate your time. And I thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast or leave a comment. Now go have a great day.